What's up, Facebook land? What's going on? It's the raw and unscripted show with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And today is a special edition of the podcast. We're doing another Facebook Live. And in addition to that, I'm going to be introducing a guest here very shortly who's going to come on and talk about something we all need to be paying attention to um, here during these challenging times. But anyway, um, if you guys have been following me, you know I've been doing my show still here every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., the Raw and Unscripted show. But I've also been doing uh, these intermittent lives, these Facebook lives where I'm just coming to you guys uh, intermittently, either with videos that I've recorded for you or these Facebook lives where I'm doing a walk and talk, something like that. Each and every day, I'm trying to bring you something that keeps your mind elevated, keeps your, keeps your uh, heart in the game, um, keeps, you, keeps you focused on where you need to be focused. So I hope you're following me on social media. Um, that way you can get these kind of updates and everything. But uh, yeah, I'm just going to wait a few seconds for people to kind of get in here. What's up, Cindy? How you doing? Good to, uh, good chatting with you earlier. Uh, so yeah, so um, how's everybody doing tonight? I mean, craziness. I mean, I'm just, I started thinking about it earlier. I'm like, how many days have we been in quarantine in California? How many days has my son been home from daycare? You know, thinking about how many more days we're going to be doing this. And it just kind of like, you know, was a little bit overwhelming, but what you have to do in the, in the heart of things and the heat of things is that you just have to go back to what I always say and be in the moment. So today and yesterday, I've been a little bit out of my head, a little bit into what if and what's going to happen and just kind of just doing the things that I used to do. So what I've had to do is just go, hey, Chris, moments. That's all you can do. Just be in the moment. Just relax. Have fun. Sit down and read a book and things of that nature because I'm just like you guys. I could tend to go off and start wondering about things, and that's just not healthy. All you can do is just focus on the moments and focus the things you do have control over. And another thing that you can really focus on, what's up, Trisha? Hey, Tina. One of the things that you can really focus on is your health, right? And I've been seeing people that are doing crazy baking. They're going insane, but I've also seen some really cool recipes. I just saw some recipes the other day for uh, zucchini carrot muffins. Um, hey, Margaret, what's going on? Uh, zucchini carrot muffins. So I'm seeing some creative uh, ideas that people are learning how to how to still have fun and still you know make it actually a family experience, but not have it be you know overwhelming or you know where it's putting 25 pounds on your gut. You know some of these memes that we've seen out there uh, these last couple of weeks. You know sits there and shows somebody that I call super skinny, and then all of a sudden you you know out of the quarantine and they're super fat. You don't want to do that. You've, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know that we want to make sure that we're focusing each and every day on growing our mindset, growing our brains, growing our relationships, growing our connections, but not growing our gut. And so my guest tonight is Dr. Linda Marquez. Dr. Linda Marquez has been a friend of mine for some years now. We actually met, geez, I think it was 2013. And Dr. Linda became my health and nutrition coach for a year. So I went under her program and and, and really learned a lot about the types of foods we eat, the inflammatory foods, the gut biomes, um, how it impacts your blood sugar, how it impacts your thyroid, your adrenal glands, all those different things. I learned a lot about that that I really didn't understand and didn't care to understand, to be honest with you before. But once I started digging into the science and learning about the genetic modification of wheat and the genetic modification of corn and really, you know, watching your protein and your, and your salt intake, for me, I was mortified at how much salt I was taking in. I didn't, I don't put salt on anything. I really don't eat anything that's super salty, but I was mortified when I started counting my, my different programs, my different levels, how much sodium I was taking in and how much sodium that cheese actually had. So it was really just a, a tremendous experience and, and we've just become best friends and accountability partners over the year. So um, I just want to bring Dr. Linda on right now. We're just going to shoot the shit about, you know, what it takes to be healthy during trying times, what it takes to be healthy during normal times. And just a perspective shift from, I've been talking a lot about mindset and everything, but let's talk about health and fitness through these times. And Dr. Linda, you're an expert. So welcome to the Raw and Unscripted show. Woohoo! Thanks for having me. And you know that anything that has to do with health and mindset, I'm like, I'm all over that. And really just everything that you're sharing with the listeners, it's been awesome, you know, because your mind, I always say your body does what the mind tells it. Mm -hmm. And lots of people right now, yeah, I always say, this is the best time to get as healthy as possible. People say, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to spend with my family. I don't have time. Now we have everything. We've got all the time in the world. So there's really, like you said, there's no excuse. That's why you're the no excuses coach. And people need to work with somebody because, I mean, you have all this information but most people don't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. And that's like the biggest challenge. And then you get frustrated with them 
And it's always going back to training your mind, but also what are you putting in your body? Because that, of course, is going to affect how you're thinking. So I, I always like believe it's like you've got to marry both of them. You know, it's the mind, the body and the spirit. So, yeah, we're all being affected, you know, and I don't want to talk about the negative stuff. It's just like I try to be like we want to create, I always say, calmness, mm-hmm. not chaos. Yeah. So I said, let's let's promote calmness, not chaos. So that's why I'm here. Yeah. And that's (laughs) why I love your show, because you just you give it to them how they're supposed to like hear it. And it's like, dude, this is the truth. Just do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're not going to like the truth, but you're going to have to hear the truth. Yeah. And and, and, and I appreciate you saying that, Linda, or doctor. I'm going to call you Dr. Linda again. Linda's good. Is is what I want to just stress to the to the viewers out there and the listeners is that you know when when a, when a subject matter expert comes on, I find it interesting, and I've I've done this myself. Is that we'll 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 critique each one of their their offerings and be like, okay, yeah, I like that one. No, I don't agree with that one. Yeah, I like that one. And I just encourage you guys out there as she's talking, as she's sharing things. If if something didn't work for you before, I encourage you to just really check your attitude and say, okay, maybe why didn't it work? Maybe you weren't that into it. Maybe it was a different set of experiences or a different set of parameters. So I just really encourage you guys out there to keep an open mind and listen to what she's saying. Take some notes, do some studying on your own. And in worst case scenario, try it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just amazing what you can do. And it, some of it's challenging. I mean, I was on her program and it was like, yeah. okay, you can't have this and you can't. I'm like, no. I mean, Dr. Linda went shopping with me and my wife. Today. <laughs> this is what you can do. And I'm like, no. But it tremendously happens, you know, with the inflammation in your body and how you start feeling. So mm-hmm. uh, why don't we just yeah. start there, Dr. Linda? What's, what are some of the things that people are likely not paying attention to right now because they're stressed out? Maybe what's going on in the body? Let's talk about that and how that impacts digestion and sleep and attitude and and things that they can do to take it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing is, you know, everything you eat, doesn't matter what you're eating, everything you eat is going to impact how your cells work, every single cell in your body. So we say if you're going to eat something, at least recognize what it is. If it doesn't have if it doesn't have a label and you're able to recognize it like kale, like spinach, like an apple, like chicken, like beef, if it doesn't have a label on it, you're able to recognize what it is. So you want to eat the most wholesome food and food that's not going to produce inflammation, because when um, food that you eat produces inflammation, it's going to create havoc in the body. It's going to lower your immune response. And like you were saying earlier, Chris, people are, they're putting all these recipes online, they're baking and they're baking breads and they're using grains. And, you know, it's really simple. It's simple, but it's not. Um, I always hand out an anti-inflammatory eating plan that I've been using for over 20 years. And it's been true and tried and tested and it works amazing. And I always tell patients, if you follow this, just commit to it for at least 30 days. And after that, go eat whatever you want. I don't care what you eat, whatever you want. And every single person that has followed it, and then they're like, okay, I'm going to go have beer. I'm going to go have ice cream. I'm going to go have candy, whatever. I'm going to go have donuts. They all will the same feel, meal. I did that all in the same exactly. meal. Exactly. <laughs> They'll feel like they got run over by a truck. They feel so horrible that they're like, I don't want to do this. But, you know, we eat like crap for years and years. That becomes your normal. Mm-hmm. You don't even, you think that it's normal to wake up in the morning and be achy. You think that it's normal to wake up and look in the mirror and your face looks swollen. You know, you think it's normal to get up in the morning and, you know, feel exhausted. But that's not normal. That might be your normal, but that's not normal. You know, we're mm-hmm. supposed to be waking up, feeling vibrant, excited without an alarm clock. So as Hippocrates said, you know, about letting food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. So what I always recommend an anti-inflammatory eating plan, and it's really straightforward. It's lots of vegetables, seven to nine cups. If you can do seven to nine cups of vegetables, uh, you may have to cook some of them. Green leafy vegetables are great cruciferous vegetables like cauliflower, like broccoli, like kale, um, Brussels sprouts. Those are great. They're hard on people's digestive systems. So I said, cook them, steam them, bake them, 
And then you can add um, dry mustard seed powder back into it so that you can still get the benefits of the cruciferous vegetables because they're great for the liver, which is a, you know, it helps detoxify the body. Lots of um, fruits, not a whole lot. I usually put a limit like maybe one to two cups a day. And that would be like tons of berries, primarily berries because of the low sugar, high fiber. And then your clean animal products, what does that look like? Um, beef, chicken, fish, bison, there's lamb. Um, people don't like organ meats, but those are probably some of the healthiest that you can consume. Um, and like sprouted nuts and seeds. That's a good base to start with. And then, you know, eggs, eggs are one of those um I always say it's one of those maybe foods because eggs for some people, they do really well. And for other people, they don't because you hear a lot of people with egg allergies. So usually the, for 30 days, I just have them eat vegetables, fruit, um, like I said, not a lot of fruit and mostly chicken, fish and um, any animal protein. So it's pretty simple. Tons of water. You've got to stay hydrated. You know, first thing in the morning is like get up drink some water. I always have some water. I've got like this thing here. <laughs> um, this is just this 40 ounces, but I try to get mm -hmm. at least, um, there you go, mm -hmm. half your weight in ounces. But most people have a challenge. So I said, first thing in the morning, drink water. You've been fasting all night. You're dehydrated. Drink some water. So following just something simple as an anti-inflammatory eating plan, making sure that you're hydrated. First thing in the morning, like I said, you've got to drink some water. Um, I like to put a little bit of lemon in the water. I drink that. I add all kinds of stuff. I have, I always have various concoctions. So a little bit of lemon in there. And I personally put sea salt because if you're, if most women have like adrenal fatigue and they're tired and they're exhausted, um, I tell them put salt in your water because they'll have, they usually have low blood pressure. Yep. And so when they salt the water, it actually, um, they will definitely feel better. You know, it's going to raise your um, blood pressure and you're going to just, um, your adrenal glands are going to start to wake up. So that's number one. That's really easy. I think all of us can do that. The other thing I did not mention, because people are, they'll crave, if they're craving sugar, that means that they're not getting enough fat. Mm. So... I have this rule. Enough fat. Yes. So I have this rule. Have at least five tablespoons of either olive oil or avocado oil. So you've probably heard of Dr. Gundry. I know he does. He wrote the book called The Plant Paradox. And he talks a lot about this is a lot what he mentions. Um, and it's funny, as a lot of these authors now that have written these books, I'm like, I've been teaching that for over 20 years, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, your, yeah. It's like, right, exactly. And um, it, he um, advocates for a lot of his patients and a lot of people who follow the Mediterranean type of diet to do up to 10 tablespoons of olive oil. I know, right? That's insane. But yeah. actually, um, With vodka. you know, it's you're you're not going to be hungry throughout the day. Fat is very satiating, and even right now with people staying at home, what do they go for? When you went out shopping, what was cleared out? The pastries, the cookies, mm. the candies. I mean, even today, I went out to the store. Produce was loaded. It looked beautiful, mm. and all the toilet paper and napkins were gone. But then I'm like, all the ding dongs, the ho hos, the bread, all those were just empty. I was like. That's actually uh, diabetes. Here you come. Exactly. And it's going to put you at risk to actually get the full manifestation of the coronavirus because there's mm -hmm. viruses and bacteria out there all the time. Yep. You know, whether they take you down or not depends on how armed you are and how do you get armed by putting the right food in your body. So that's the difference. And also it's the stress, you know, but yeah. We know well, we can talk about that, and I know you're a master at that because you know we have it's that those conversations we're having in here, mm -hmm. and it's so important right now, especially right now, for us to stay connected with people. Doing this, I've had like a Zoom call probably every single day with someone that I care about, you know, friends. Um, I do that with patients, and 
you know, that just lights me up because we, I can still feel your smile, your heart, your, your death. Is it as much as like you were next to me? No, I would love for us to be next to each other. And, you know, we feed off of each other's vibes, mm -hmm. but you know, it's important for us to even try to stay connected because that also, you know, you get bored and what do you do? You go eat. Short-term gratifications. Yes. Yes. Eat, gamble, video games. Exactly. Shopping. But if you increase that fat intake. Smoking, drinking. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you'll definitely feel so much better that. So, so think about that. Just think about the number five minimum of five tablespoons of either avocado or olive oil. You can cook with coconut oil. I don't even count that as extra fat. Your vegetables, your fruit, and your meat, you're going to stay satiated. It's really hard. Um, like, you know, I did a carnivore for like almost eight weeks. Talk, and, about, that. Talk about that. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Um, mm -hmm. All I ate was meat. And I <sighs> thought I could never do it. My goal was just to do it for like a week. That. Yeah. I'm like, I'm only going to do this for a week. That's it. Just a week. And you know and I love vegetables. Yeah. I mean, I would eat raw kale and spinach and broccoli and cauliflower every single day. But I didn't know that that was actually hurting my body. And here I would tell everybody, you have to eat, you know, seven to nine cups of vegetables a day. And I even, I, and I wrote a, I mean, I wrote a whole book just on juicing, but. That's a really good one. That's where that imbalance occurs. It's just like you do too much of one thing, it can create another problem. You need diversity. So it's almost like I went on an elimination diet. For me, that's what carnivore was. You know, I, I just said, I'm going to do this for a week. I felt my skin just cleared up because I had like, I started getting like vitiligo and I started getting psoriasis. I mean, I had psoriasis for a long time time and it was just gosh i'm one of the healthiest people i know this, mm -hmm. this looks horrible and it was on my thigh so in the summer you know it's pretty obvious it was probably about about this big so it, it was obvious and doing carnivore i mean all i ate was meat and it was i my energy was great my brain health you know, I was, I wasn't getting like the depression because I would get like bouts of like depression. I'm like, gosh, what's mm. wrong with me? You know, asking all the wrong questions and energy just felt so amazing and so dialed in. So I would never recommend somebody to just start it though. I would say mm. you first like having those five tablespoons of just of um, olive oil or avocado oil will help a person get what's called fat adapted, meaning that their body wants to run on fat as fuel instead of sugar as fuel. So you learn first, you teach the body to, to run on fat instead of sugar as fuel. And then you would be able to transition into doing something like a, a carnivore eating plan. But yeah, it was amazing. I And I work with some patients and we transition them and to do that for a certain amount of time. And I let them listen to their body when they can get off of it. So there's a whole transition period. So, yeah, very exciting. <laughs> so, what, so what, what did a typical menu look like for you? Because when I think about eating meat all the time, I have this vision in my head of I'm just going to have this like turkey drumstick. sitting <laughs> there. Walk us, through, walk us through some different ideas that if somebody was hearing this and going like, wow, those are the same things that I'm going through. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're doing chicken in the morning. I mean, talk to us about what some varieties are that they can get through the day and, and give this a shot, um, like you said, progressively. Yeah, what I did, well, of course, you know, if you just do like an anti-inflammatory eating plan, you 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 get to a point where you're like really not hungry or you get hangry, like you can go hours without eating and you don't get hangry. Mm -hmm. So you know that your blood sugar levels are stable. You know that the body is tapping into that alternative fuel source of fat. So I just pretty much all I ate was for like two or three days, it's just ground beef and um, and ribeyes. And I love it. It's hard to eat a lot of ribeyes. You know, it's really hard. I, I mean, sometimes I would have maybe like an eight ouncer, but um, I was just satiated all the time. You, you just aren't hungry. I would have some bone broth as well. Okay. So, um, and then I think after the first week, I started to add like eggs just to see how my body responded. So I would add eggs. Fish has um, 
I would I I started to actually add some fat, like olive oil, because fish doesn't have as much fat as beef does, or chicken doesn't either. It's not very high in fat, so I like to have the fat um, fat and protein ratio one to one. So what does that mean? Like if you have twenty grams of protein, I wanted to make sure I had twenty grams of fat. Okay, so an, an example would be like yeah, like a bison burger, mm-hmm. you know. It has like 20 grams um, of, of uh, protein and about 20 grams of fat. So um, and I just kept doing it. I kept saying, I'm just going to listen to my body. And like I said, the one week turned into two, then three, then four, then five, then six. And I was like, okay, I think I'm ready now to start adding some vegetables back in. So what was really cool about this, as much as I love spinach, as soon as I started eating spinach, I noticed my skin start to flare up. So wow. it's definitely the ultimate elimination diet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, people that have had like autoimmune conditions, people that have had cancer, people that have just been suffering with, they're like, I just don't know what's wrong with me. It seems like everything I eat affects me. So yeah, it, it was amazing. You know, and I would go back and am I doing that 100%? Not right now. I cycle in and out, like you were saying, because you can try something and it might have worked or maybe it didn't work. And then you try it again. And this time it doesn't work. This time it does work. An example would be I have a lot of women because I work with so much weight loss that they say, you know, I'm doing this program again. I did it five years ago and it worked great. I lost all the weight. It didn't work great because they regained everything. (laughs) (laughs) And then you try to go back. What's that? (laughs) So it worked great for that time. Yeah, but it wasn't sustainable. And that's the thing about how do we make this sustainable? Mm -hmm. And so back like at that time too, maybe the person didn't have as much stress because stress plays a major factor in our immune system, just like food. Everything you put in your body is going to turn on um, one of the switches for inflammation, or it's going to turn on one of the switches to um, for protection. It's one or the other. There is no neutral. Everything mm-hmm. you put in your body is either going to be helpful or hurtful. There's no neutral. So that's why I believe that you know you've got to get your diet dialed in. If you're putting crap. You're lowering your immune system. You're going to be around all these people that are sick. You're going to be susceptible for that virus taking root and replicating in the body very quickly. Mm -hmm. That's why the people that are at risk are the ones what? That are immunocompromised. They have respiratory problems. They have their diabetics. They have cardiovascular issues. And all of those people those are inflammatory issues, meaning there's inflammation. When there's inflammation, that weakens your body. When it weakens your body, it suppresses your immune system. Bam. You're, you're fertile ground for that virus to take down in there and just replicate. So Ooh, you that's why. <laughs> hey, what's up, Audra? Oh, I look at Audra. It's like, yay. Look. <laughs> Yummy, 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 yummy. Hey, Audra, what's up, sweetheart? Hey, Audra. Um, uh, geez. Yeah. So, um, what happens to somebody like for me when I eat meat? I don't eat meat that much. I mean, I eat chicken mm-hmm. quite a bit, but like red meat. If I was to try that and I would did too much red meat, and I just I feel full. I feel like if I eat a steak, it's like there for two weeks. Yeah. Um, what is it? Is there any merit to reading the book um, Eat for Your Blood Type? Because I I would think that it would kind of go with that. If it was a lot of red meat, it might be specific to your blood type. Have you done more re- re- research mm-hmm. on that? And you, you know, compare? it's kind of you know people always ask me about that. I'm like, first it may resonate for some, and it may not resonate for others. It didn't resonate for me. Um, a lot of times, though, this is what I can tell you just from personal experience and working with, you know, just my clinical experience with lots of patients. If you in general do not like meat or it, it sits there and you're like, I don't want to eat any meat or especially like beef because I just feel that it sits there for a long time. That's usually an indication that you um, don't have enough hydrochloric acid. And if you don't have enough hydrochloric acid, you can't digest the protein properly and the body cannot extract the nutrients from it. 
So that is a big sign that you probably are low in hydrochloric acid. So I have patients do a baking soda test, pretty easy. Um, I have them take like a, ta a, a quarter to half a teaspoon of baking soda, put in about four ounces of water, drink it first thing in the morning. And within three to five minutes, you should have a nice, healthy, strong belch. Most people don't. Those that don't have a nice, healthy, strong belch are super, super low in hydrochloric acid. How so, do you that? If, you're, if you're low, I don't go to the pool store, I would imagine. No, no. Hydrochloric acid. I mean, that's something you can. I mean, we have an online dispensary and I tell patients, you know, usually just to start with like 500 milligrams and then dose it. See how you feel. Let's say you had some beef and you're like, um, I had 500 milligrams. I felt okay. Let's say three days later, you went out and you had steak. You had some steak and you you dosed it up to a thousand milligrams and you felt like, ooh, that burned a little bit. Then the dose was too high. You can go back down to 500 milligrams. You kind of find your dose when you do that. So everybody's different. Mm. And that's so that might be something because I do find that most people, um, have, it's called actually hypochloridia that do have an issue with making enough hydrochloric acid. And how does that how does that play into the mitochondria and the whole role of the digestive system in its entirety? Because I'm actually going to try that. I don't know if I've ever tried that before. Um, mm -hmm. So it would be interesting. But also talk to us about the role of the mitochondria, but also for people who take um, prescription medication. I know mm -hmm. for me when I found out, I never knew that when you take um, um, the thing they give you when you have a cold, antibiotics. The antibiotics, mm -hmm. is this true? The antibiotics actually kill all your gut biome mm -hmm. and everything that actually aids in your digestive system? Yeah, they they do. Yeah. So one of the things, I mean, that's why um, a lot of the antibiotics now, one, are, are very resistant because you're getting them in a lot of your food. A lot of the animal products that you eat, and some of them encourage you that um, if you're going to eat animal products, make sure that they're sustainably raised, um, grass-fed, there's no hormones given to them, um, antibiotics given to them, because whatever it ate, you ate, you're going to eat as well. So you want to make sure that one, you go with quality. Um, as far as how that impacts your gut is, think about your gut, it has its own little colony. If you were to roll out your digestive tract, um, the square footage, the surface area of it is the size of a tennis court. That is pretty wow. amazing. What's the, and it has a huge colony in there and you have these healthy bacteria in there. And yes, you have some bad bacteria that will, will go in there, but it doesn't thrive in there. And how it thrives is when you start to stress out, when you start to eat crap food, when you're taking medication that's acidifying your body, that's impacting your um, your GI tract, and that's where 60 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. So you've got to take care of your gut. It's not about just, oh, I'm going to take vitamin C or I'm going to take zinc. You know, we've been hearing about, and we'll talk about that in a minute, zinc or elderberry. I'm going to take that. It's like, no, why not get your body ready and healthy? I mean, that, that's just like Band-Aid. You've got to prepare. It's almost like preparing for, you know, there's a, there's a storm coming. All right. Yep. You're not going to run outside. What's that? I That's said it's death. And we <laughs> should all be preparing for it because it, it blows my mind that when people sit there and they get a diagnosis, like, oh, I have cancer. Now, what is that? What is that thing your friend, Dr. Linda said? Uh, green drinks? You know, yeah, you have fucking cancer now, you dumbass. You should have been pointing at that. <laughs> I pointed myself too. You know me. I'm not always perfect. I'm like, I'm kind of on a slippery thing right now. I'm still working out and still doing my Absolutely. thing, but I'm still kind of how I get. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's what we're doing. We're really, we're really taking the final exam right now. And it depends on how we're taking care of ourselves because I've talked to people like I've talked to people all my entire life, you know, me, and I've talked to people in their sixties and seventies, like, ah, I don't give a shit if I die when I'm 60 or 70, I've lived a good life. And then I'll talk to them when they're 70. I'm like, how do you feel? Like, no, I want to live until I'm 80 now. I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought you said you didn't really give a shit. I said, now do you regret the choices and the, and the decisions that you made before? Oh, without a doubt. And that's yeah. why I tell people, I tell my, I tell my story, if I'm about to take a drink or I'm about to eat a, a ding dong or something like that, I'm like, okay, am I going to, am I going to be 
glad I made this decision tomorrow. Yeah. And that's the way I look at it. Cause right in the moment we think, Oh, it's no big deal. Oh, I'll work it off. I'll walk extra. What do all this But when you start asking yourself that question, is this going to, is this in line with my congruency of what I, what I'm living for? Is this, yeah. you start asking yourself some of those questions, you kind of go and you don't really necessarily do it within, but you just kind of go look at it. Like, I think about having this. It's like, no, it's not cheat day. It's not, you, you're, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. And what, what a person needs to think about is, when you are putting something in your mouth, any food in your mouth, think about what is this doing to my gut? Because your second brain is in your gut. And if you're ever around people that are that have Alzheimer's or dementia, mm-hmm. it can be very difficult to be around people like that because they don't remember everything. It's just like mm-hmm. they're like all over the place. And, you know, and sometimes some of them can get mean, some of them aren't, but it's just like, what kind of quality life is that? You know, even if you had 10 more years to live, do you want to live these next 10 years? Let's look at your quality of life. Yes. That's what we're looking. I mean, I can only maybe be here for five or 10 years. You know, sometimes we say, yeah, I want to live till I'm 80 and 90 because I want to have kids or family and see the grandkids and all that. But then you have others that are like, I don't want to live that long because I'm, I feel like crap now. It's like, Okay, but you can still make some changes now because you can reverse disease. Absolutely, you can. So what can you do for uh, for the gut like we were talking about? Eat, have that anti-inflammatory eating plan. What about the people that are on antibiotics? It's like another thing that you can do is I would say if you're on antibiotics, you might have to take probiotics with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's. I always go back to diet. Anything that's diagnosed out there, it's a name given to a condition that somebody has discovered. Mm-hmm. The and root cause. The cause. <laughs> yes. And then in, and you always, I always go back to the root cause mm-hmm. and we say, what's the root cause? It's going to be our lifestyle. You know, it's the way our genes are being expressed. And so you can, we say your genes, it's like having is the gun. You're just like having the gun with it's loaded, but your lifestyle is it pulls the trigger. Yeah. So it doesn't matter because all of us, you know, our family members have some sort of sickness disease and I could buy into, well, my grandma had that. So I'm going to be like that. Mm-hmm. That's what part of the mindset is, but then also it's part of the habits. So going back to, you know, people ask me, what about this condition? What about this disease? What about this, this disease? And it's like, you don't go in and treat the disease. I said, you treat the person. How do yeah. you treat the person? You get them to eat real food. <laughs> you know, yeah, number one. Outside of the supermarket, exactly. not the Exactly. Number yeah. two, what do you do? You get this right. What are the questions you're asking? And I know, like I said, you're a master at this. I mean, that's what you, you're so good at that when you know, like the analogy that you give so many awesome analogies. It's like if you ask Google, um, where is a great place to live? Google's going to give you this answer and it's going to list a lot of things. What city, um, where is the best place to live in L.A. County, California? Then it's going to give you a narrower one. Then you you put a specific city. It's going to give you more specific answers. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with your body in your mind. It's just like, ask it the right questions. You know that, um, you know, it's going to give you the right answers if you ask it the right questions. And half the time, mm-hmm. you already know what a person's going to say, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just look in the mirror and say, am I happy or not? Yeah. You know, I get people talking, come to me all the time about weight issues. Or am I get naked, stand in front of a mirror. Are you happy? No, then you need to make different choices about the shit you put yes. in your mouth and the things you do with your legs and your arms. Yes. I'm like, that simple. Exactly. Um, we have a question here. Oops. Um, Trisha, Trisha, my girl, Trisha. She says, what does the best diet look for someone with Gilbert syndrome? I always go back to an anti-inflammatory eating plan. So like I said, I have people with adrenal fatigue syndrome. We have uh-huh. people that are diabetics, um, you have people with thyroid issues. Um, I see people that have cancer. I always tell them, I'm not treating you for this. So what we're help what we're helping you do 
is optimize your body, the different systems in your body. What's are are they big sugar eaters? You know, um, huge. Are they eliminating every day? You know, that's a big thing. Do you have bowel movements every yep. single day? You know, it's just like I, I I call them my my um my seven rights, and I have something on my website, and it's pretty easy. I say you got to think right, you know, you got to talk right, <laughs> you got to eat right, you know, you got to sit and you got to sit right and stand right. I said, but you also have to move right, which includes the exercise. And you have to poop right. <laughs> so you you're know, on the kick-ass show. You can say this. You can shit right. <laughs> yeah. You can right for a week. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it's all those, and you have to sleep right. Yeah. You have to sleep time. right. So that's those are different things that we need to get dialed in. And let me just mention something really quick about sleep right now because huge most people are staying up and they're doing they're binging on Netflix. They're doing all the, they're, they're just staying up too late. So this. I'm like the quality of sleep. <laughs> I can't get to sleep. I can't get yeah, to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so start winding down like an hour to two before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Cut things off electronics by nine o'clock if you can. Yep. Take about, have a routine at nighttime. Because I know that you put your son to sleep. You read to Jackson at night. You have, a, he, you have him on a routine. So mm-hmm. you gotta put you on a routine. Yep. So when you do that, it's really gonna help you get into that deep sleep. And that's really important. So sleep, there's a lot of healing that goes on sleep. So think about that. We talked about diet. We talked about your mindset, asking the right questions, you know. Uh, it's about what would it take? I'm always asking what would it take and ask a positive question. What would it take for me to make better choices? with my health. Okay. I'm, I'm asking my brain, it's going to give me a, an answer. Why are you so stupid? (laughs) Some situation is going to pop up in my mind of, Oh yeah, you're so stupid because you did this thing. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. (laughs) Um, And also about you and I are very much in agreement with this too, is about gratitude. Man, that impacts your your immune system like it's huge and it doesn't cost anything. Yes. I mean, it doesn't cost anything. We all have something to be grateful for. The fact that you and I are having this conversation, I am so grateful for that. The fact that, you know, I have kids that are healthy. The fact that I was able to get up this morning, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that we were able to sleep on a bed. You know, the fact that we were in a, in a home. So gratitude is really important as well. So it's like, you know, that's where that the mindset comes in as well. So we look at sleep. We talked about that. Mm. We looked about diet. We talked about that. Um, and also sleep, diet, mindset. Gratitude is huge. And movement. So I know we're it's supposed to be yeah. <laughs> and I think that's like, like, you know, we're supposed to be in quarantine. I was, we went out, I went out for a hike with my kids this afternoon. I said, I'm going to get out for like, let's go out for 30 minutes, come back out. We never saw anybody. Hmm. I'm sorry, but I, I know what my body needs. I cannot stay in the house all day. I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'll get on the front yard or backyard. You know, do something. I need to get outside and get some fresh air because as human beings, we weren't designed to be inside all the time. And even as human beings, we weren't we were designed to be in communities. We were designed to, you know, connect, to have Mm -hmm. connections, relationships, not isolation that can affect your immune system. Physical distancing, but social connecting. Yes. That's what we're saying the last couple of weeks. Exactly. And just hearing someone's voice. And, you know, we didn't have this growing up. I didn't. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I can no. say, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're younger than me, but um, I didn't have a cell phone. I'm trying to think, when did I get my first cell phone? It wasn't in high school. It wasn't in college. I, or did I have one in college? Or maybe I did have one in college, but, um, you know, we don't connect. We're just like, we're texting people. It's like, just pick up the phone. Give me a call. I want to hear your voice. 
you yeah. know, anno- annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been telling, I've been telling people on Facebook to do that because the, on the messenger feature, people, I've been getting a lot of messages the last couple of weeks and I've just been using the voice feature just to send them back a personal message. It's like, Hey, thanks for connecting with me. Appreciate it. You know, what's going on in your life? Cause honestly, I'm tired of, of typing or I use yeah. voice recognition, but it's like just a way to put a personal connection to it. And I made a friend over in uh, England. She's been a, a, a great supporter of the kick-ass uh, guide to life, the, the radio show and everything. Um, and so, but she, when she messaged me, I responded with the voice and then she said, Oh my God, it was so great. She's the survivor of, I think one or two or three strokes. Wow. Uh, it's difficult for her to type. So it was really cool. Plus getting that human connection. She said she's been in isolation for three weeks. She has three cats. And so she's not wow. getting much. So just the fact that I use my voice lit her skies up. And then mm. I had my wife say something. I've had Jackson say something. Yeah. So she's just like over there in England, just going like, hi, Ellie. I'll just say hi, Ellie, because I'm sure she's going to be yeah. watching. Just That's- a sweetheart of a woman. But just we should all be doing that, that social mm-hmm. connecting, especially within our own homes. I mean, that's one thing I've been advocating for like the last couple of weeks. It's like if your relationships at home are not getting better, improving and becoming tighter, you guys are m- missing the boat on this opportunity. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Really yeah. What what are your thoughts on, okay, for people like me who want to play it in the middle? We want to have fun, but we want to take good care of ourselves. Maybe Monday through Friday, we're like strict. And then Saturday and Sunday, we kind of have a little fun. Talk to us about supplements and the rules that we can use right now that can help our stress levels, that can kind of just help us ca- be calm, help us get to sleep better. Um, you know, stuff we could put in our smoothies and things of that nature. What, what kind of supplements? So our, like one of the things that I believe is the, just the important and, and not having anything to do with the immune system or not necessarily with the immune system, but, but with Corona is one, you ha- your digestion has to be dialed in because if you're putting fuel in your car and you got holes in your gas tank, you're putting in some expensive fuel in there. And if you're spending and or investing money in good food and you're paying a, a little bit more and you're not, um, you're not digesting it well, that's going to be an issue. So digestive enzymes, hydrochloric acid, I'm a big believer of those two. Um, the other thing is um, probiotics. I believe probiotics are really important. So the other thing that I always encourage patients, um, especially like if you feel like something's coming on, which when I get stressed, I take something called adaptogens. Adaptogens are called, if if you could see, it's like adapt. So um, they're herbal compounds and there's different types. And um, rhodiola is one that's very um, well known. Shashandra is another one. Adaptogens actually help modulate and get your um, adrenal glands at an evil, an, um, even level. So having adaptogens is going to be really good. So let's say that since we're being a little bit more proactive with, um, with protecting our, our, our health right now and our immune system, you know, one thing that I make, and I have this on my website, I have a, a what's called a flu bomb. And I think I shared that with you, Chris, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's ginger, it's garlic, um, it's lemon juice, um, it's thyme and cayenne, and a little bit of honey, because of the antioxidant anti inflammatory properties. So I've been drinking that. And it tastes horrible. <laughs> but you know what is like, must be good for you. Bam, it just knocks it just you feel so amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a time where I took like I had four in a day. But that's what my body needed. And I was great by the time, you know, within 24, 48 hours, I felt amazing. Those tonics work really, really good. Barb makes a couple of them. I can't remember what she calls them, but some weird name like that. And I'm like, what are you putting in there? And it's like all this different stuff. And it and it's just, it tastes God awful, but after you watch what all the stuff she puts in there, A, you don't want to waste it. And B, you're like, okay, exactly. if that's that good, let's drink it. And I've drank yeah. like, one of them that helps keep colds away. It's fantastic. Actually, I need her to yeah. make one because I think I'm coming down with one. But. Yeah. And, and you know, there's things that, um, you know, zinc because um, it, it helps with the immune response. You got vitamin C, you know, vitamin C, people have been using it for years for um, antioxidant properties for the immune system. Something that not, is not really talked about a lot is um, a quercetin, which is actually, um, it prevents the viral replication. 
So there are about lots. Where's the 10? Yeah. And I'm going to have a list of this and we can, you know, upload it later, but I'll have like a quick list of, you know, some of the things that people can take. So um, astaxanthin is another one. So if you ever look at the salmons, the color of those, I mean, wonderful as well. And and a lot of these are to reduce or minimize the inflammatory process because when you decrease inflammation, you're not getting cytokines. Cytokines turn on the um, inflammatory response and decrease that immune response. Mm-hmm. So that's the last thing you want to do because when you increase that inflammatory response, it's like you're taking out all the first responders and you're going to have chaos. So that's why it's really important. Um, vitamin D, you know, that's an immune modulator. Um, I mean, I've been taking that for years and most of us are lacking vitamin yeah. D. And get, that's why the importance of getting outdoors um, in the mornings, especially get your 20 minutes. It's called the sunshine vitamin. That's why most people that are depressed, every single person that I've tested that has an autoimmune condition or cancer is always low in vitamin D. Yep. So anywhere from five to 10,000 I use, and it just depends on, on the person. Um, elderberry, um, astragalus has been used a lot, NAC, glutathione. Those are all for the immune system. And because that I'll have something for them that's just like the little little specifics of each one. And the dosage just really depends on the individual. And like zinc, I will increase zinc for a little while if if a person does come down with the flu. It may not necessarily be COVID um, because we don't know. I mean, this is a different type of, you know, virus and they're all a little bit different, but they all also have commonalities. So it's going to come back to take care of your immune system. And where is most of your immune system? In your gut. And what impacts your gut? Everything you eat. The way you think also impacts your gut. And you know this. Do you ever sometimes Mm -hmm. when you were younger, you would get like nervous or you get like butterflies in your stomach or, you know, you're going to get ready for a show or when you first met your wife and you're going to get married or on a date. You know, what's, what's that? <laughs> you get gas. <laughs> you get nervous about the toots. So, yeah. You get the nervous toots. Come on, somebody gets a nervous toots. Oh, but, um, you know, those are things that impact your gut. And, and you've got to protect your gut. When you protect your gut, you protect your immune system. You protect your immune system. You're also protecting your brain. And this is what helps us mm. to be creative. It's, it's, it's huge, huge, huge. So um, learn to use food as medicine. Like you said, ask yourself, what is this going to do? And we hear a lot when people have um, a bad relationship with food. I was one of those, you know. But since going and, and making sure I'm getting a minimum of five to seven tablespoons of olive oil or avocado oil, it's been life changing. I challenge you, challenge you, challenge you to try this. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna work. <laughs> so. and, and I and I want I want to thank you for all the information you provided. Mm-hmm. I mean, immense uh, coverage about the different areas in our life. But something you just said, Dr. Linda, that I just want to to point out to the viewers. You said it all begins in the gut, and I definitely do believe that. Mm-hmm. But um, from my aspect of it, being the no excuses guy, it really does come from our decision making. It comes from up mm-hmm. here, the mindset of do we deserve you know, to nourish ourselves. I mean, that's what I sit there. And I talk to my dog. I said, I don't tell my dog to come eat. I said, come get your nourishment. Come get your nourishment. Cause we get them really super nice dog food, high end dog food. Come get your nourishment. When I, when Jackson and I are eating, I always tell the family, I said, this is an opportunity for us, you know, to break bread together, to tell stories, but this is the blessing. We're actually having food. We're nourishing ourselves. Yeah. Hopefully we're putting our body is like an, enrich our mind, make us better for the next day. Uh, but it really starts up in here. And for you guys mm-hmm. watching and listening, you know, Dr. Linda mentioned about, dementia and Alzheimer's. And I've heard more people my age in the fifties and forties and, you know, older, like, Oh my God, that scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And so I ask, like, what are you eating? You know, do you have the genetic markers for it in your family? You know, has somebody else had it? You know, are you keeping your mind active? Have you gone on Google to see what you can do? No. I'm like, well, you're not that scared of getting it because you have to <laughs> fucking, you know, get it out of your way. 
Yeah. Come on. Don't be, don't be, don't be stupid. It all starts up in here and it starts with that belief mindset. And I think for the large majority of us, and I put myself into this category is you think it's never going to happen to you. You think you're supposed to get some sort of sign that, Oh, maybe I should, you know, taper off or something like that. Um, I mean, number one, for me, I get my blood test, you know, you know, I do it like three Mm -hmm. or four months a year. So I'm Mm -hmm. constantly seeing, okay, where are my kidney levels where, and you help me read those things. Um, so, I mean, it's important that we take this seriously, guys. It's not a matter of, you know, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And you look at like, what was the one thing that caused me to get diabetes? What's the, no, it was a lifetime. Your body was yeah. immensely strong up until you're about forties and fifties, which I'm well aware of. And then all of a sudden your body kind of goes, Hey, all those stupid decisions you made all your entire <laughs> life. Well, you got your, now your liver's mad at you. Your kidneys are mad yeah. at you. Your spleen is enlarged and you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's when shit starts going downhill. So it mm-hmm. starts with your mind and it starts with the decisions that are you worth it? You know, people sit there and say sometimes like, well, Chris, you know, eating healthy is more expensive. I'm like, of course it's more expensive, but guess what's even more expensive than that? And they're like, what? And I'm like, the cost of hospitalization, the cost of drugs, the cost of missing work, the cost of your life being fucking yeah. miserable because yeah. you didn't eat your broccoli. <laughs> being sick is expensive. <laughs> I eat my broccoli now, but it's more yeah. expensive to have a shitty life. Yeah. And to spend the next 20 years lethargic and kind of go, God damn, I wish this thing would end. Yeah. You just got to put the different shit you put in your mouth and the different shit you put in your brain is going to equal different shit out in your results. Yeah. Okay. And taking full responsibility. I think that's the tough thing. And you know what? I'm not to judge anybody because I screw up. It's just like there was times where I would like eat like, okay, for six days, I'm going to eat super clean and I would follow this regimen. And then I'd have one flex day. I wouldn't have I had like donuts and I don't even eat donuts and brownies and candy and chocolate. And I would eat all this stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, the next six days I'm going to eat clean again. But then I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, then that whole mindset started. Do, do I feel like I'm missing something? And a lot of the times we eat a certain way because maybe we're bored. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, if you're bored, then you have no passion. Find what lights you up. You know, find that because sometimes it's boredom. Sometimes it's anger. Well, why are you angry? You know, find out why you're angry. Work through it. That's why, you know, I'm such a strong believer in coaches because it's like you don't take anybody's crap. It's just like if you want to if you want to be like this the rest of your life, then stay the way you are. You know, and Mm -hmm. you don't have to do any of this. You what you I tell people is like you get to do this. You don't have to do anything because when you tell someone, Chris, you have to do this. What is you going to do? I know inside you're like, um, inside you're like, I'm standing up inside and outside I may be sitting, (laughs) 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 you know? And it's like, no, but you get to do this. It's like, it's such a different, it's just really perspective. I don't have to do anything. I get to do anything. I don't have to ob- obey the law. I get to obey the law. And so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's all perspective. You don't have to go work out. It's a privilege to go work out. And I'll always remember that story you told me about a friend of yours who, um, I think you were driving or something and you're like, man, I'm driving. And, oh yeah. And it was just like, you were in traffic and it was such a long drive and, and, and one of your friends or your clients had said something like, I think you were experiencing a little bit of pain and this person didn't have a legs or something, or mm-hmm. it's like, man, I would love to feel your pain. You know, it's, it's perspective. perspective. Yep. Yeah. And you know, my belief too, is just like, to me, it's a sin. It's a, it's selfish. If you're not taking care of yourself, to be the best version of you and go in in your contribution to this world. Because I love that Nelson Mandela um, quote and had put it, I think on Facebook about, you know, don't be afraid to shine, let your light shine. And people can't handle it. That's their problem. That's not yours, but they can too. We all have different gifts and talents and, and specialties. And when you use those, man, you feel amazing. That's why you like thrive on the show. You're like a different, I mean, you're always just full of life and energy, but it's because you're stepping into the best version of you. And when you step into the best version of you, man, life's amazing. 
Yeah, we're we're hitting we're hitting a little hiccup right now in the life, but I think I like to kind of call it as a reset. What do I need to reset in my mind right now in my life? You know, for me, it's just like I need to connect more with people. I need to share more. I need to do it with love and and not be so judgmental because a lot of the times I expect people to do things a certain way. But you know what? I don't know what situation they're in. I can't judge them. All I can do is encourage them, keep them accountable. And let's look at what is your end result and how close are you are. And if you're not on that journey, why? Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let's talk about why aren't you, what's holding you back? And and no shame. You mm-hmm. know, we all, we, we, we're all in this together. Nobody's perfect. Nobody. Absolutely. Yeah. No and- one is. And to build on what you just said, so beautifully said, Linda, is the fact that I, I come across a lot of people who will sit there and tell me, like, you know, I'll ask them who the most important person in their life is. And most times people will say somebody else, oh, my husband, my kids, you know, my parents or my, you know, and I tell them, well, are you, where are you at with yourself? Are you on a scale of one to 10? I'll ask them. They're like, oh, with me, I'm like a six. I'm like, okay, so your mom, what is your mom? Your mom's a 10. Okay. So you're a six trying to give a person a 10, you're not giving them the best of you. So if you really, really love that person, you think they're a 10, then you should be taking better care of yourself to give them the best version of you that you possibly Mm -hmm. can. Same thing with your kids. Cause I've talked to people that say, Oh yeah, no problem. It's no big deal. And then they make poor decisions and poor decisions. And I'll see them 10, 15, 20 years later. And I'm like, Hey, and just like I said before, like, why didn't you eat your broccoli? And like, Oh man, you know, I can't, Mike, I can't take care of somebody. And I'm like, okay, so now you can't take care of somebody. So now somebody is, you you didn't take care of yourself. This person can't take care of themselves. You're not helping them. And now the other people have to help you based on just the the choices that you made. I mean, that's what I went through with my mom. My mom used to tell me, she goes, it's none of your business that I smoke. You know, get the, leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) It's my body. It's my body. And then, wow, the last two years of life, who was there while she died of lung cancer? Who had to go take her to all of her appointments and who had to go do all those things? Her son that begged her not to go do those things. Yeah. So especially if you have kids out there, please, please, if you want to be there to see them go down the aisle, you want to see them graduate mm-hmm. high school, you want to see them have grandkids, take a look at what you're putting in your mouth and in your brain and ask yourself, is that going to get you there? Is this good yeah. for me or not for me? And that's a simple question you can ask yourself every day, every meal, every moment. And if you don't know what to do or how to do it or you're desperate or whatever, reach out to us. Reach out to Dr. Mm-hmm. Linda. Yeah, for sure. I can vouch for her experience. We're accountability partners. So I talk to her every two weeks. I mean, that's why she's on the kick-ass show or the Mm -hmm. raw. I have the kick-ass logo up there. Um, (laughs) Reach out to her. Where can they get a hold of you, Linda? So they can, they can have a conversation. Um, Actually, you can just go on our website at drlindamarquez.com. And, you know, I do 15 minute free consults with people to see, you know, am I a good fit for you? Because you may not like me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if I can help you. So I do, um, I do a lot of connecting with people there. Just like, give me a call. We'll set something up. We'll chat. We'll see, you know, can I help you? Um, there's plenty of information on my website. I got a lot of YouTube videos, you know, um, they're usually short and just to the point. It's like, boom, what do you need? Do this, do this, you know? Get an accountability partner. You've got to have an accountability partner. It's everything. Otherwise, if you're left to yourself, man, what's going to happen? Years ago, I was like, I'm like, I didn't need an accountability partner. I was a, I was so driven that if I said I was going to do something, I did it. I set a goal. I accomplished it. As we get older, sometimes or more things get thrown in our life. You know, I'll, I'll, at that time, I was just in college and it was just me in school. And I got to do whatever I wanted, you know, so I would set goals and I was just so super laser focused as I started progressing and going in different directions in life. Yeah, I've had so many coaches, so many people keep me accountable and still to this day, because it's easy for this to want to revert to why I can't do something instead of how can I do something? So it's always going to go back to this. But what you put in here, it affects this. If you're eating ho-hos and jujus all day long, juju beans or Oreos or whatever, <laughs> soda pop, that's going to affect your ability here to be creative, to be on point, to be the best version of you. So true. So true. 
Well, Dr. Linda, I can't thank you enough for being on here. We've been going for an hour. I want to respect everybody's time. I want to respect your time. Um, thank you so much. And thank you so much, guys, for chiming in and the questions. I love this format. I love being able to say, hey, look at this. You know, great hearing all this wonderful information from you both. Um, you guys are rock stars. I love you guys. Uh, people stopping in. We've got uh, we've got people watching right now. So I really strongly encourage you guys to connect with um, connect with Dr. Linda. I mean, if you're seriously intent if your serious intent in this world is to make a difference and to have an unstoppable life and to be super kick-ass then it starts with what you do and how you take care of yourself um i can't stress that enough that is so massively important um and uh just connect with dr linda and for us here at the raw and unscripted show we love you guys stay kick-ass stay unstoppable and we will see you guys next week yes all right see ya bye